Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joy in the Bell Center. Right to love the hero. That courtesy, uh, that call courtesy of Westwood One. Elsewhere, yesterday the Pens extend their series lead at home two nothing, following a four to one victory at home. Connor McDavid and the Oilers even their series with the Sharks at two, or I'm sorry, at one apiece with a two nothing shutout win at home. Minnesota they take on the Blues and they're down a huge two nothing series deficit, taking two games from the Wild on the road following a two to one win by the Blues last night. NHL playoff action continues this afternoon right here on WGR with Bruins sends at three with the Bruins up one game to none in that. That series. Then later, it's game two between the Leafs. Caps cap hold a one nothing series lead there out west in game two of Blackhawks. Preds following a big game one upset that saw the Predators take game one on the road. And then the nightcap Calgary and Anaheim with the Ducks holding a one nothing series lead in that one. To the NBA where playoffs also begin this afternoon with LeBron James and the Cavs hosting Paul George and the Pacers at 3 p.m. Then at 5.30 on ESPN, it's Bucks Raptors out west at 8. It's Spurs and Grizzlies. And then at 10.30, it is Clippers and Jazz. To some NFL news where former New England Patriots tight end Aaron Hernandez, who is currently serving a life sentence for murder in 2013, was acquitted yesterday from charges stemming from a 2012 double murder. Elsewhere, former Ravens tight end Todd Heap was involved in a tragic accident that killed his three-year-old daughter. No foul play expected in that one. Now to the Bisons, who are in action this afternoon at 4.05 in Scranton. Tune into our sister station, ESPN 1520, to listen live pregame. Set for 3.30 there. I'm Nate Geary. This is WGR Sports Radio 550 Inside high school sports with a special guest coming up next wgr sports radio 550 it's time to take a look inside high school sports now here's your host tony caligiri brought to you by mighty taco mighty taco would go great right about now by minio and sapio italian sausage taste the difference quality makes and by dent neurologic institute developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community Good morning and welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiuri. We have a studio full this morning. We have, as usual, Roger Weiss. Morning, y'all. Frank Wolf from Western New York Athletics. We also have Kevin Hufford uh, from Softball Central and head coach of St. Mary's Lancaster. Derek Wangler from the Niagara Gazette is here. We are going to be talking softball this morning. And that's it, right? Nobody else in the studio. Wait, let me look. Who... Wait, how did this guy get in here? Marquel Slaughter. I know him. Hey. We remember him. Mark I thought Wall- they took his credentials away. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> Security. The door. Security. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's safe. Everybody's safe for at least another 40 minutes. But good morning, everybody. Glad to be back. I uh, haven't been back to Buffalo in a while, so I figured the softball episode would be a good place to start. Have you been, buddy? 
they've been keeping me busy in Utica, but I've been I've been writing a lot. Got to cover um NCAA Division three hockey championships and a lot of other stuff. Of it's it's been a really really busy busy winter. And the springs is spring is about to be nuts too. Yeah, it gets crazy. Well, you're pretty active on Twitter. I see you uh, doing a great job as always keeping everybody up to date nice on what's going on. Have you still found a good place to get pizza yet? Uh, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll no. take that as a no. no I, th- I think a local pizza spot is uh, kind of um, shunning me after some comments. I, I, won't, I won't name the place. But needless to say, I've been making my own pizza at home. Okay. <laughs> nice that he took the snow with him, too. Uh, I know when I went down to uh, Hudson Valley, when I went by his neck of the woods, he had some serious snow down there. So good place for it, we figure. Yeah, Mark Wells says, I'm used to this. This is nothing. <laughs> this is humidity for me. Yeah, this is humidity, exactly. Well, Easter weekend, and hopefully everybody has a, a happy Easter tomorrow. Frank, did you get everything for the Easter basket? No. Neither did I. I'm going right after the show. <laughs> I'm going to finish that up today. At least I hope so. All right, uh, news and notes. Good morning, y'all. News and notes for Saturday, April 15th. We've got a bunch of them, so just be patient. Uh, there are still plenty of coaching vacancies available uh, within Section 6, so if you uh, are interested in becoming a coach or looking for some more games to schedule, things of that nature, visit the website www.section6.e1b.org. Uh, there's a number of shout-outs uh, that I want to throw out uh, for some special athletes and teams. Um, first off is Bree McKenzie of Lancaster, a track and field competitor, Recently set the New York State mark for discus with a measure of 122 feet 6 inches. Congratulations to her on that accomplishment. Number two, sophomore Charlie Brunning from Royhart. He became the second pitcher on the 2017 baseball season to toss a no-hitter. Did that Tuesday against Lockport. He picked up 9Ks along the way. Did that uh, last year as a freshman as well. He had a no-hitter thrown against uh, CSAT. Congrats to la- congratulations to him. Just a sophomore, two two uh, no hitters already on wow. his resume. Uh, another sophomore from Niagara Wheatfield, Mackenzie Quider. Uh, she's six and zero on the season as a pitcher for the Falcons. Uh, they dominated the competition down at Disney uh, over spring training. They won at least five games down there. They didn't lose a game. They might have played eight total with uh, five games and three scrimmages. Uh, they were a perfect eight and zero down there. Congratulations to Niagara Wheatfield and of course Mackenzie Quider. Uh, the Kenmore Boys Rugby Team had a phenomenal weekend uh, at the Cherry Blossom Tournament. Yeah, they did. Down in D.C., they went undefeated, captured the championship. <coughs> Congratulations to all those boys on a job well done. And Alex Iafalo, Eden native, uh, he earned All-American honors uh, this past weekend for, for a great college uh, season with the Minnesota Duluth uh, hockey team. Of course, he scored a big overtime winner to help get his team into the championship game with the Frozen Four, which I hear is coming back to Buffalo in yes. 2020. So that's going to be awesome. Excuse me, Frank. He went to St. Joe's for hockey, did he not? I don't know. He, he, I believe he was a junior saber. Yeah, but Joe's? I think he was originally, before he went to the, I thought he went to St. Joe's. Don't hold me to that. I, okay. I'm We're going to do I some apologize. more research on Iafalo. Uh Next Saturday, the 22nd out at North Town Center, a very special event is taking place. Uh, our buddy Matt Henry, the student manager of the state champion Will North hockey team, uh, he's going to get his chance to put the Spartans jersey on uh, as his North team 
Uh, they're going to trade in their skates for sleds. They will play the uh, Buffalo Sabres Intermediate Gold Team at 3.30 p.m. on 3.30 p.m. on the Olympic rink. And I'm hearing it's going to be a whiteout, so come out and support those kids. Uh, it's going to be a really cool event. I know Matt put a lot of time into that, so uh, let's uh, let's make that into making that game reality. So let's give him a good uh, good turnout for that event. Uh, there was some sad news out of Fed Hockey this early in the week on Monday. Ken East assistant hockey coach Tom Deal died after a courageous battle with a rare form of leukemia. He was a 2001 graduate of the same school, a three-sport athlete, went on to become the town of Tonawanda police officer, where he spent 12-plus years on the force before having to take his leave of absence. Uh, Deal was on the bench when the Bulldogs won their state title last winter. Um, he leaves a wife and two sons. Uh, hockey community is stunned, and uh, they're still coming to grips. They, they that's too sad. Several losses this year. They're still trying to get over the oh. loss of Andrea McFall. Uh, so the hockey community, again, uh, hit hard this past week. Our thoughts and uh, prayers with the family and friends. Now we're just 138 days away from the first football game next fall. So that's coming up. That's pretty cool. Um, a lot of great games in that first week in Hutch Tech at Will North. I've got that one circled on my calendar already. Um, a lot of former baseball players that uh, were all Western New York players now playing with the Battistoni Diesel team of Muni AAA are having a meet raffle tonight, the Knights of Columbus and Kenmore. Doors open at 6 p.m., 5 bucks gets you in, and I heard they have tons of meat to give away. Yeah, uh, Speaking of, uh, of uh, events coming up, Saturday, May 13th at 5 p.m. at St. Francis High School at 4129 Lake Road in Hamburg, Western New York Amateur Football Alliance is having their uh, 2017 Junior Recruiting Combine for all Western New York 11th graders. Uh, Contact your head coach uh, so you can get uh, registered. This is a worthwhile event. Uh, we will have Len Jankowitz on in the future to help, uh, as we get closer, uh, to help uh, promote this. Also, programming note, next week, Nate Geary will be filling in for me. Yeah, Nate! Uh, I will be at the Niagara Erie Youth Sports Association first annual Youth Football Coach Clinic. Our featured speaker will be Jim Mouse McNally, NFL offensive line coaching guru. We'll have Ken Stolt and Chad Bartosik from USA. They are master trainers. Aaron Hill, USA Football East Regional Manager. This is next Saturday, 8 a.m. at Star Point High School, 4363 Mapleton Road in Lockport. Admission is free. But you have to register with your organization. This is one of those events that you can't miss. You really need to be there. We've talked uh, in the past about uh, you know, clinics being available to youth coaches, and there are not many out there. This one is. It's free. Make sure you get out there and support it. If you are in NASA coach, uh, you're in Cheektowaga, Lancaster, Clarence, uh Buffalo Vets, Black Rock Riverside, Williamsville, Grand Island, Tonawanda, North Tonawanda, on and on and on. Uh, a lot of we have seventeen organizations, so let's make sure we fill up the auditorium at Star Point. Also next Saturday, Roger is uh, Families Touched by MS that the Brusos put on. That's at St. Mary's of Lancaster with uh, Western New York Premier Party Band Hit and Run will be playing. 
Why is it always hit and run? How come it's never run and hit? Uh, why, why does it you know, always get top billing? I don't know how that works. Uh, maybe you want to go out there and ask them. I so will. go out there and catch out. They always have great things at the auction off. I know Mike Fer- our buddy Mike Ferentino is a big fan of it, and he'll have that wad of money out and bidding on everything that he can. I don't know what they're going to have this year. I should have contacted Sean Brusso and, and asked him, but it's usually cool stuff. It's next Saturday? Or yeah, anyway. next Saturday. And I'm hoping uh, my favorite uh, uh, grandmother of Sean was going to be there, uh, Kensington graduate, used to live on the same street as I do. Grandma, I hope I'm going to see you next week. Absolutely. All right, Raj, we have somebody on the phone that wants to uh, say hello to you. Okay, uh, we have Dan Sillig. He is the coach of uh, uh, the Depew uh, Lady Wildcats softball team, and he is the, uh, you know, State runner-up from, uh, or not state runner-up, state semifinalist a year ago with uh, many of his players uh, back this year. Good morning, Dan. Uh, please tell us, uh, number one, about how your team is shaping up, and number two, if you want to plug your tourney, which would be two weeks from today uh, at uh, uh, Lancaster uh, Walden Park. Sure. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh- uh, start off by just talking about our team. We do have a you know a nice returning cast. Uh, I would say out of our whole group, seven starters returning from a team that really had just a magical run uh, last year, and uh, we just couldn't wait to get back on the field again after uh, after last year. So uh, you know, uh, Cotton pitching for us. She's been on the mound since seventh grade. Really took over in eighth, and uh, Abby Thomas behind the plate. Uh, she's been up since eighth grade and uh, supporting cast around them. Uh, who gained a lot of experience from uh, from last year's run. So we're, we're excited. And, uh, we actually have a huge game coming up this Monday hosting Alden, which is the, the rematch of last year's 10-inning, one nothing tiebreaker situation. Just a, uh, So we're excited about that. Okay, and how about uh, your uh, – you want to give a quick talk about your uh, tournament two weeks from today at uh, uh, Lancaster Walden Park? So it's our 19th annual softball tournament, and uh, 16 teams. Most teams are local, and uh, the game starts hopefully at 10 a.m. Uh, weather always is an issue, and it could always be subject to change. Uh, but right now we're scheduled to play from 10 o'clock till about 6 o'clock, so if you want to see any of uh, the big names around, uh, feel free to stop down at Walden Pines. Uh, give a shout to Lancaster Rec. They always do a great job. Uh, Bob Giroux does a great job getting the fields ready for us. And uh, hopefully weather will allow us to start at 10 a.m. like we're slated to do. Okay, uh, Dan, thanks a lot. Uh, Good luck today. I hope you had enough carbs earlier in the week, and I hope you drank plenty of fluids. Uh, Go out there and have a good run this afternoon or this morning. Thanks so much for the call, and uh, if I don't see you beforehand, I will see you two weeks, uh, weather permitting. A quick question, if the weather is not conducive Saturday, is Sunday a rain date? We would do this Sunday, the following day, but if we end up starting to play games on Saturday, we would not play back-to-back dates just because of the seven-day run, uh, seven-day rule. So we would play either all day Saturday. Uh, if rain's an issue, we'd play all day Sunday. If not, we'll have to figure another date later in the year if that happens. Okay. Thanks again, Dan. Good luck to you, and I'll see you later, if not sooner. All right. Thanks a lot, Rod. See you guys. Thank you very much, Dan. All right. Uh, well, Quickly, sounds... Tony, while well, you oh, know, go we ahead. got it and we were talking about it, just so our listeners know, 
Uh, I'm just going to give you a first round games. Uh, that at that tournament, Frontier will play St. Mary's. West Seneca East will play Ken West. West Seneca West will play Niagara Wheatfield. Mount Mercy will play Will North. Then at 12 o'clock games, Depew will play Medina. Hamburg versus Sacred Heart, a game near and dear to Marquell. Nichols versus Clarence. And Fredonia versus North Tonawanda. Ooh, good lineup. Good. So that's, you know, between that and next week tournament, which I will talk about momentarily, that's when I get to see all these teams and I can really have uh, some kind of grip on Western New York softball for the year. Pretty cool, Raj. Uh, Kevin Hufford, Softball Central, St. Mary's of Lancaster. You got to wear two hats? This is pretty crazy. Keeping you busy, huh? I only wear the one hat. I wear my Softball Central hat when I coach at St. Mary's. Talk a, little, match. talk a little bit about uh, Softball Central in case anybody doesn't know uh, what you guys are doing. Uh, a couple of years ago, we opened up just a 3,000-square-foot place with two pitching columns, two batting cages, and a little area to do some tea work thinking it would be a hobby after work, work with like the 15 kids that I was working with at the time. And it turned into about 30 teams right away, and the space just wasn't big enough. So in August and September, we expanded, and now we're 12,000 square feet right on the Buffalo, Chictawaga, Lovejoy border there. Wow. Maybe you could work with my daughter. She's four years old. She throws right and bats left. Uh, it's only going to be a matter of time before she puts out a window inside of the house the way she hits. At least she said throws right and bats left. I, uh, we, we have a bunch of younger instructors, a couple of high school kids, a bunch of college kids. I would send her to the younger ones first. Save your money. What age uh, would you recommend people get their kids, especially their daughters, involved in softball? Involved in softball? Yeah, which, as, what, what's as a good age to start? T ball. T ball. They should all play T ball. They should all learn the game from a young age. And we should really try to keep the girls playing softball. I know there's a few girls that play baseball, but I, I think it kind of does them a disservice once they get to high school age. They don't know the rules of the game, and they don't play on their high school baseball teams. They play on their high school softball teams. Well, Derek, you know we have Cayuga uh, Little League right by you know right by my house on 93rd. They start out at the t-ball level, and I think right after that they split up. The boys go and play baseball, and the girls play softball, and they're producing some outstanding softball players up there. We have five gamblers teams that come to Softball Central from 93rd Street. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I like watching them play. They're a lot of fun. A buddy of mine, Bob Pilato, uh, coaches, and uh, it's just they're fun to watch. I won't get in the batter's box against them. No, thank you. <laughs> they throw a little bit too hard for me. But, all right, so get them out there as early as possible. And uh, i give you the example of my daughter. I've not instructed her one bit. She naturally picked it up. Uh, to throw right and bat left. Uh, and I'm not messing with that at all. I wouldn't um, either. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Keep her lefty. Make her swing hard. Yeah. That, that, that's what you need to teach her when she's four years old. Swing Ye hard. Yesterday she was asking me, she would ask me, you know, each hit, okay, Daddy, did I pull that one? Was that a line drive? Was that a grounder? Nice. It's fun. <laughs> it really is. It, like it said, until the window gets knocked out or the TV or something like that. Uh, along those lines, uh, you know, since she does bat left, at what point in time, how old would you have a girl start teaching her to slap? Sooner the better. Really? Absolutely. Uh, old dog, new tricks type of thing. I, I think that 
when they're little, it's the easiest to teach them. They're just sponges. They they do what you say, and they just want to see the old people smile. So they work a little harder. They hustle a little faster. Because the younger ones are, are where it's at. Because <laughs> in Tony's case, I like the fact that she's swinging. Uh, the biggest problem I see with some of the girls, the left-handers, it seems like that's all they can do is slap, and that would make them very easy to defend. The ones that at least can keep the what do you want to call it, the baseball defense honest, is the ones that if they overplay for the slap, and sometimes they ridiculously overplay. It's like the Ted Williams shift or something like that. 31 people on the left side of the infield and one of the first basemen on the right side of the infield and all that. And it basically takes the bat out of the girl's hands. Whereas you get some one girl, okay, you want to uh, – overshift and then she'll swing away and hit one but a lot of the girls can't do that i think what happens is they get a little bit older and you find a kid who's a really good defensive player who doesn't hit very well but she's fast so you switch her over and you only teach her to drag and slap and then as soon as the defense knows that that's all she can do you can take that away exactly kevin i worked with a guy for 15 years we talked about it before the show and he would always say, you know, there's places to go for baseball in western New York during the winter months. There's nothing for softball players, nothing. And, uh, you know, this guy would talk day and night, softball, softball, softball. We mentioned his name before, John Trippy would be absolutely super proud of what you guys are doing over there. And I know, you know, his family is probably very excited to hear that there is a place where girls can go for softball. He started the Amherst Lightning Program, and he was big at show shown back in the day. But right. that guy's got to be absolutely Beside himself, right now, wherever he is. I still have a couple of trippy shirts. They actually uh, they go on all our road trips with us. It, it didn't come out of the suitcase this time, but it was in Disney with us. Um, we, my wife and I, first met Trippy nine years ago when we started uh, the Cheektowaga Crab Apples back up. And the first time I met him, he was actually yelling at us. Um, he was loud. So over the table, he's yelling, and I didn't know the man, so I, time out, time out. And I stood up, and I put my hand out, and I introduced myself. I said, I'm Kevin Hufford. What's your name? He's like, I'm John Trippy. I said, okay, if you're going to yell at me, I at least need to know your name. And, <laughs> God, it's got to be five years we, Trip's gone, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Wow. And Trip, we, we miss you. Oh, yes, man, do. we love that guy. There, you know, he, he wasn't afraid to upset the apple cart, and that's what he told us. My wife and I used to sit after these metro meetings for at least an hour after the meeting was over, after everyone just talking softball with them. And, yeah, Western New York softball certainly misses Trippy. Even the people who were in the apple cart that he upset, they, they should miss him too. I'm sure they do. All right, guys, let's take a break. When we come back, let's uh, delve in and uh, take a look at some of the teams, uh, who to look out for this year, and some of the players uh, you know, who should keep an eye out for as well. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. Tony Caligiuri along with... Frank Wolf from Western New York Athletics. Marquel Slaughter visiting us from Utica. We have Kevin Hufford from Softball Central, head coach of St. Mary's of Lancaster. And Derek Wengler from the Niagara Gazette and Roger Weiss. Wow, that was a loud one. Excuse me. <laughs> well, you know, it's allergy season, and as you can tell, we're, we're basically suffering in here. But, you know, what are we going to do? We're doing our best. Rod, you had something to mention before we get going on uh, softball talk. Yeah, I alluded earlier to the, uh, the Pew Tournament. We should mention that next Saturday is the uh, 
uh, Will South, uh, Jerry Gettner, uh, just show up tournament. You know, it's in a tribute to uh, the late great Jerry Gettner. And I just want to announce the matchups, the first round matchups next week for our listeners. In fact, Frank, you mentioned something going on at the uh, Amherst Complex next uh, Saturday as well with the uh, hockey sled tournament, yes. I believe. Yeah. Uh, so there's something you can, uh, you know, kill two birds with one stone. Anyway, Clarence versus uh, Olean. Will East versus uh, some Catholic school from Lancaster, I think. St. Mary's of Lancaster. Will South versus Depew. Will North versus Eden. West Seneca mm. East versus OP. Frontier versus Nichols. Lancaster versus Sacred Heart. Amherst versus West Seneca West. Uh, notably missing uh, uh, Kenmore, uh, Kenmore East uh, Bulldogs aren't there. Bulldogs. What school has a nickname Bulldog? <laughs> there you go. Bird That's guard. for you, Renee. <laughs> My bulldog bark. I have to get that in there. Uh, let's get into talking some softball. Derek, you get to see a lot of uh, teams around Western New York, and I'm sure you're you're very busy as you cover for the Gazette. Some of the teams that uh, have impressed you so far. Uh, well, you know, the biggest thing that we cover, of course, is the Niagara Frontier League. Um, you know, I, with with the weather and everything, there haven't really been that many games played yet. But uh, you know, you guys mentioned how good uh, Niagara Weefield did in uh, in Disney. That's uh, you know a team that uh, is is going to be making turning some heads in the Niagara Frontier League this year. And they're traditionally a strong team. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. You know, I mean, a Double A school and they, uh, um, you know, they 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 always do really well in the. Um, in the Niagara Frontier League. Uh, they have uh, Maddie Cladonis returning this year. Uh, she's a senior. Last year she hit 460 with 15 RBIs and 15 runs scored in, in league games last year. Uh, she was an all-Western New York selection. <clears throat> uh, she also has, they also have Mackenzie Franks coming back. Uh, she hit 415 four, with 14 RBIs. Uh, Mackenzie Quieter, you guys uh, mentioned already, is the, is the pitcher um, taken over from Marissa Hayes. Uh, so you know they have some, uh, some some great returners coming back this year, and they're they're going to be uh, uh, you know a team to reckon with definitely in the Niagara Frontier League. Uh, another team that uh, should should do really well the uh, returning co-champs uh, along with Ken West, uh, Louport, and uh, Lewiston Porter. They have they were really really young last year and really really good. They went seventeen and three and won the Class A two championship for the first time in program history. Uh, and they have their pitcher. Uh, Riley Crum uh, returning this year. She's a, she's she's just a sophomore. I uh, was a freshman last year. She went nine and zero, and and then uh, they have junior Jenna Rue. Jenna Rue had put up just some absolutely ridiculous numbers last year. Uh, she she hit five twenty one with twenty six RBIs and eleven extra base hits as a sophomore last year. <laughs> so <laughs> I, thing, I mean, about, thing I like about her, <laughs> Anthony, she. Uh, she was named the uh, NFL Player of the Year, which is a pretty good trick if Madison Cladonis is in the right, same right. league. Right, That's how too. good uh, <clears throat> Jenna Rue is. Yeah, and I, I mean, and, and I, my, uh, my Player of the Year last year ended up being Carly Leo from Niagara Falls, and really that's because she just she pitched and she hit. Um, so I mean, Jenna Rue doesn't get that, uh, uh, d- doesn't get as many mentions, you know. What I mean, and, and Carly Leo really brought Niagara Falls all the way to the uh, Class AA championship last year, which was which was pretty impressive. And that's another program that's but, been strong. Yeah, and um, you know, I mean, without that, Jenna Rue was probably you know going to be a Gazette Player of the Year last year. But uh, yeah, so and and um, and speaking of Niagara Falls, uh, you know, they're they're gonna without Carly Leo this year. Um, they, you know, they're going to have to replace her uh, pitching wise. So they they have a couple of freshmen um, that are uh, you know filling in in the circle there. But uh, 
Other than that, they have uh, outfielder Aviana Peterson. Uh, she's going to be a sophomore this year. She hit 311 with eight RBIs last year in league games. Um, so, uh, you know, she's a great player for them. Um, the other, there was a couple other good girls for them that I need to scroll over here. Um, Ariana Welch uh, as well with them. And uh, Raylan Proctor. Uh, Vincent at Lagamba, a couple of great hitters for them, so uh, they'll be um, they'll be competitive as well. Um, the the Niagara Frontier League was really pretty interesting last year, just because it, it everybody was just kind of beaten up on each other. Where it was it, it there wasn't really anybody that took control until the very end when Ken West and, and Louport, uh, you know, split the league championship, um, and then you throw CSAT into it this year, so now it's an, an unbalanced schedule. Um, it, there's nine teams now in the Niagara Frontier League, and you kind of saw it with the boys basketball. Uh, the, the the schedule being off balance, where there were three, co- uh, there were tri champions uh, last That's year. That's right. So um, you know, just it, it'll it'll be a really interesting uh, league again this year. Um, you know, I didn't even really mention anybody from Ken West. We don't I don't cover as much uh, uh, Ken West, so I don't know too much about uh, the girls from Ken West. But obviously, that program is is fantastic. I'll just throw a couple of names out from Ken West and Ken East. Uh, uh, Abby Borkowski will be uh, a junior. She'll be pitching. Uh, for uh, Ken West this year, and uh, junior shortstop for Ken East, also team captain, but it was team captain as a sophomore, Lexi Lagatuda. Those are the names that immediately come to mind for the uh, two Kenmore teams. <clears throat> uh, then the other two teams, other than the Niagara Frontier League, uh, you know that I that I cover is, would be the Star Point and Wilson. Um, so Star Point, uh, they've really built a really great program, um, you know, over the last couple of years. Coach, well, it starts coach with Joe, Joe Hill, Hill and, Coach Joe Hill, yeah, phenomenal coach. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they've really, uh, you know, he's really raised them up. It was interesting uh, last year. Their uh, starting pitcher Sam Seeger got hurt at the start of the year, so they kind of struggled at the start of the year. They ended up being a low seed uh, in in the A two tournament, uh, but they still made it all the way to the title game. And in the title game, they were the low seed. Luport was the was the higher seed. And many people were thinking in that game, Star Point's probably the favorite. Um, you know, they were healthy, and, and uh, you know, just, just you hear that Star Point name, and you think, like, you know, that's a, that's a tough team to beat. Um, so, you know, again, this year, they're, 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 they're going to, they're gonna, they only have uh, three seniors this year, so they're going to be a young squad. Um, and I'm not entirely sure if Liz Bradley is going to play, because she uh, got hurt during the basketball season, and the same thing happened with her older sister last year, where she hurt herself during the basketball season. Erica Bradley, and she didn't didn't play at all in softball. Oh, and I wow. think Liz had a similar injury or the same injury uh, during basketball season, like right at the start of the year. So I don't know if she's going to be back or yet or not. So that'll be interesting to see. She's a you know really talented shortstop, only a sophomore. Um, so that would be a uh, you know a big blow for them if she doesn't play. But uh, you know, other than that, I mean, they have uh, Megan Weber, Nicole Human um, coming back. So uh, I mean, they're Coach Joe Hill always has them ready, so you know, they'll, they'll be they'll still be a team, uh, uh, a tough team, and, and they're and they act, they're actually there in ECIC three this year, um, because uh, you know the uh, they, they moved down uh, for for this year. Um, does that give them uh, an advantage, or does I mean, does you it still really like matter? you're going to have to play Depew, right? Right. Um, you know, which is a, a really tough program, and uh, you know, I think like East Aurora and um, is Alden there too. I mean, it, it's so it's. I mean, it's still going to be competitive regardless. Right. Um, you know, I think, and I think that the biggest thing is really you know Depew being in that division. There, you know, is Alden in three or four? I thought Alden was with Eden and all them. He said Mark Law says four, so never mind. They're down. But yeah, um, you know, I mean, so either way, it's it's you know you lose you lose some tough opponents, you gain some other tough opponents. Right. So I mean, it's 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 going to be uh, you know interesting either way. 
Uh, and then with uh, with Wilson, um, Jen Darlock uh, is is a, a senior this year, and again if, talking about pre- some pretty crazy numbers last year. She hit five nineteen with twenty one RBIs and sixteen runs scored as a, as a junior last year in, in league games in fourteen league games. Uh, she hit she had twenty eight hits in fourteen league games last year. <clears throat> and uh, I mean, just well, that's only two hits a game. Let's yeah, only two hits a game. So whatever. Um, so yeah, she's uh, you know a great player for them, and uh, you know we'll, uh, we'll 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 have another great year this year. Speaking of injuries, it's a segue going in. Uh, we got to give a shout out to uh, Heather Haberman uh, from Hamburg. Uh, another girl injured in her last basketball game this year. She probably will not see much action as a catcher this year. I would have rated her, and I might get an argument from some of the people in the studio on this, I would have said her and Alex Sheehy may have been the uh, preseason co-favorites for player of the year, at least of the non-pitchers. Uh, and, uh, again, Heather, I don't know if you recall, four years ago, Hamburg won the state championship. In the state championship game, as an eighth grader, she had a home run. In the state championship game. What do you do for an encore after you're an eighth grader when you do something like that? Uh, Win more. My uh, only uh, hope is, and it's greedy on my part, she will not need surgery. She has some ligament damage to her one ankle. And uh, hopefully she might be ready for the playoffs. Not to catch, but they could sure use her bat, and at least she could be the designated hitter. That's what I'm hoping for. But I wanted to give a shout to Heather Haberman. Love that kid. I've got to watch Heather Haberman hit as many home runs as anybody but probably her parents. She's a great kid going to Niagara next year. She just she swings violently and it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> He'll pass, kid. I like that. Yeah, uh, speaking of uh, uh Niagara, actually I, I I skipped over Grand Island. Kelsey Harrigan uh is going is gonna play at Niagara University. Uh She's a, a leadoff hitter, center fielder, uh, you know, really great player for Grand Island. Um, and then uh, they're they're returning their pitcher as well, Emma Richard, um, and, and she's she's a number four hitter, uh, you know, and she pitched well last year for them. So they'll uh, another team in the Niagara Frontier League. That uh, I had you know, a question: well. Niagara Canisius, how do they compete on the national level? I mean, are they considered? Powerhouses for this region only? It's mid major. Okay. I mean, you know, so the like, I, I don't. I think Canisius might have had a. Uh, a, a pretty good uh, run a couple of years ago um, or so, but I mean I can't really remember Nagard um, doing anything like nationally recently. I'm excited about Niagara this year. They got to have half their team is local kids, and that's what I love about Niagara over and above the fact that it is my alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Kevin, talk us about the uh, Monsignor Martin teams. Well. I'm hoping that we're the deepest this year, and but a lot of that relies on youth. Um, you know, Narden's going to be very good. Mount Mercy's going to be very good. Um, Sacred, Sacred Heart's Heart. always very good. Karen always has those girls ready to go. Um, I think youth is the thing this year. Um, there's a lot of very talented young players. I know I have four freshmen that are going to start varsity, and since my daughter's been at St. Mary's, this is the first year there's more than one freshman playing varsity she played as a freshman uh Annalie Duane played as a freshman and then last year Katie Bish played as a freshman but this year we have four of them and they don't play like freshmen they don't look like freshmen um two of them batted over 400 in Disney and you know they're 
they're ridiculously talented young kids and there, there's a lot of that going around and there's freshmen starting in the circle at Chictawaga there's freshmen that started last year as eighth graders at uh, Maryvale there's just a ton of very talented young players would you contribute that to these feeder programs these kids getting younger and younger starting yeah, it, it it has to do with the travel in the summer. There's a lot of these kids that play a hundred games in the summertime, and they're just. Isn't there a chance though of burning them out? I think the kids that love it don't burn out. Okay. I what think. about pitch counts for girls in softball? Uh, they say because it's a more natural movement that there's uh, less pain and okay. less uh, propensity for injury. We're going to probably be talking pitch counts next week when we oh, have absolutely. baseball in there, and that is a touchy subject yeah. with a lot of the coaches. I've had every, so I've had every single coach talk about it so far. Let's leave that till next week. Yeah. It's going to be volatile. Uh, go ahead, Anthony. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, take a look at more some of the uh, teams and players to watch out for this year. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. Oh, yeah, that's appropriate this weekend. <laughs> Running with the devil? I don't think so. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. Unlike the bumper music, I hope you guys have a happy Easter tomorrow. Load up on the candy. All right, we're talking softball, and I uh, want to take a look at, Roger, get us up to date on some of uh, the teams uh, south of uh, Buffalo. Well, we got a few pretty good teams there. Uh, can you say Orchard Park? I can, Orchard Park. Okay, uh, <laughs> two years ago, double-A New York State champions. A year ago, double-A New York State runner-up. Uh, our good friend Steve Ferentino coaches the uh, JV at uh, Orchard Park. When I was talking to him a year ago, he was in a quandary. He says he's got at least six... <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me, six girls ready to move up to varsity. Only problem is they only graduated two seniors. Where are you going to put them? He says he'd love to field two teams at Orchard Park. Their talent is that good. Uh, Led by uh, designated hitter Alex Sheehy. Uh, Not doing too bad at the New York State uh, uh, final championship games two years. Guess what her batting average is? Can you say a thousand? Get out of here! Batting a thousand in New York State championship games, two years running. Wow! MVP of the New York State championship game two years ago, and when you consider what Chase Whitech did in that championship game, that is going someplace. They are loaded. Uh, Maddie Stewart, their first baseman, she was all Western New York a year ago. Still trying to figure out how Alex Sheehy wasn't, but we won't get into that, will we, Markel? Uh, South Towns, we were talking about teams that are young. Uh, Eden, very young team. They could go a long way this year with predominantly, what, 8th, ninth, and 10th graders. graders yeah. uh, Marissa Callaway hits the ball a mile. She's going to get a bunch of time in the circle. I talked to Marissa this week, and she couldn't say enough about these young kids. Um, last, last year, Marissa Callaway, and I believe it was her first at bat as a varsity player, eighth grade, hit the ball to the tennis courts at Cleve Hill. <laughs> oh my God! What's she? Who does she think she is? Heather Haberman? I mean, really? Wow! And she pitches too. Yeah. Uh, 
Another team, Hamburg. Uh, unfortunately, it would have been nice to have Heather Haberman there with uh, senior leadership on the field. Uh, he, Matt, uh, Coach Matson's got a very young team, and he's excited about the future. Obviously disappointed this year with the uh, uh, injury to uh, not only Heather Haberman, but uh, Maggie Vanesky's out. I guess she's coming back in another week or so. Yeah, supposedly that was news to me this morning break. when you said it. I, uh, I love that kid. I, I love all those kids. They all played together with my daughter and Carson Cotton. Marquell always talks about those Diamond Girl 99s, and it always comes back to that with me. I got them hanging up on a banner at my place with uh, five logos, three Niagara, two Canisius out of that group. Uh, one girl we got to mention, uh, Lancaster, uh, Katie Paradowski. Kara Paradowski. Kara Paradowski, excuse me. Uh, she's uh, what, and of course, to set the, uh, what, for career hits, is it that? Uh, I think games with a hit. Games, is, her, is that what it is? A is consecutive her, game inning so. streak to Joe DiMaggio uh, statistic, right. <laughs> I guess. Fast as all uh, get out, runs like a track kid. And uh, of course, double A interesting. You know, it starts with uh, Orchard Park, and they usually start slow, but uh, well, last year they were a seventh seed in the uh, playoffs. Yeah, I think it was, they, they were seven, Niagara Falls was eight, and they won 15 to three in the championship game. Yeah, the seventh <laughs> seed played the eighth seed. In the uh, softball double A uh, section six championship game, so you know what you can be, really do with Ken those West seedings. ten to one in the first round. I think uh, you know <laughs> the home field start. advantage on diamonds <laughs> is not that big a deal. It's what you do in May, not what you do in April. And I think that's probably the Lancaster Legends' biggest problem. They're always the top team in April, and then the rest of the league catches up to them in May. Well, we got a little bit of more time, Rod, to squeeze in a few more uh, schools. Uh, okay, Kevin, help me out on this one. I hope I didn't miss anything. I know I usually do, unless you want to talk about some of the players. Uh, we mentioned Carson Catton, Kara Paradowski, Alex Sheehy, Maddie Stewart from... Uh, How about a team not to sleep on this year? In softball... Here comes Marquell. Okay. Cleveland Hill! Don't forget! <laughs> <laughs> Went to regionals last year. Um, graduated some girls, but starting pitcher Taylor Betts is back. That's the and, thank, um, you. thank you. Two Mac sisters are still there. Emily's catching, and Al, who's a sophomore now, hit a few game winners in the playoffs last year, including the nice. sectional championship game. And um, Franklinville brings back. Um, Allie yeah, Hastel, yeah. she's Danny a junior. And, yeah, sister Danielle, who, uh, what second team All Western New York in basketball. As a ninth grader, she's catching for her sister. Allie, like I say, if they get any kind of hitting support at Franklinville, they could be a bona fide candidate for the state, too. Their pitching is not a problem. It's uh, the hitting. And if I remember, the team that beat them in the uh, Far West Regionals a year ago, I think has their pitcher back, too. So they have to come up with a batter, too. If they come up with a batter, too, they're a bona fide uh, uh, chance for a Class D state champion. Also, Maryvale, Jackie Zwicker hitting um, Christy Ross. Christy McGee Ross. A freshman athletic softball might not even be her best sport. She's amazing. Maddie O'Hare. The fastest on the, softball player in Western New York. Maddie O'Hare in the circle. And then, um, I don't know if we talked about Willie's on the air. Or I, not. Was just, no, yeah. I was just going to say Christy Bringing back everybody. They didn't Christy graduate Mack anybody. Can, it can play. And I think she's only a sophomore. So if you were a betting man, who would you say gives Western New York the best chance to go to states? Orchard Park. Yeah, yeah probably Orchard Park. 
Sounds like they are stacked. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this Saturday. Again, next Saturday, we'll take a look at baseball, and uh, we'll have the guys back. Uh, are you playing hooky next Saturday? I am. I'm going to a coach's clinic. Again, the uh, NASA first annual coach's clinic at Star Point High School. Make sure you register with your organization and be there and listen to So we uh, got Nate the Great next week? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Mouse McNally will be our feature speaker there. But uh, Kevin, Derek, Marquel, thank you guys, and Frank and Raj. Uh, thank you guys as always. And we'll be back uh, next week with more Inside High School Sports. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.